Hey everyone, we're Silver Pilled Podcast. I'm Harrison. And I'm Lowell. And if you want to share an experience with anything paranormal or unexplained, shoot us an email at silverpilled at gmail.com. And if you want to follow us on social media, check us out at Instagram at Silver Pilled Podcast. Well, it's a new week, which means a new silver pill. Another dose. Another dose. Another day, another dose. Another week, another dose. Yeah, I guess it is a week. Sometimes we do more. We have lives, too. I mean, right. we got mouths to feed. Right? (laughs) It's neither here nor there. Welcome back, everyone. Uh, we're glad that you decided to join us again. Yes. We are excited to do it again. We enjoy doing this. Yes, we do. It is a lot of fun. And we seem to be getting a lot of good feedback, a lot more listeners. It seems like every week seems to be a big jump in our listening audience. So thank you so very much for sharing us, mm-hmm. getting our names out there. Mm-hmm. Um Go find the people we're on with, listen to them. They're mm-hmm. all great people. All the podcasts we try and interact with. Um, go give them a listen, give them a, a five-star review, a thumbs up. Um, share them as well. There is so much information out there that Harris and I definitely can't cover all of it. So these other podcasts do a great job of helping in that too. And on that note... With all the information that's out there and how little time we have to to cover all of it, Lowell and I were talking earlier before we hit the record button. We're thinking maybe if anyone out there has done some research that you feel like is not worthy for an episode or enough to fill a book with, there's anything that even if you haven't had a paranormal experience but you have information worth talking about. Uh, Lowell and I want to open that invitation too uh, to anyone. Shoot us an email, silverpilled at gmail.com. Find us on Instagram. You don't have to have a personal story to reach out to us. You know, I mean, heck, if you have a prayer request, reach out to us. Yeah. But yeah, uh, de- you know, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, definitely let us know because we, before we started a podcast, Harris and I were in the same boat. We both researched this stuff on our own just mm-hmm. to learn. 
and we thought we had a lot of good information, but we didn't really have any place to share it. So anybody have good information out there that they want to put out and share with the world or share with share with us or come on the show i mean yeah definitely come on the show even write us an email yep um with that information if you don't want to come on the show yeah what what, just if if you've got something that no one else is talking about that you feel is important you know let us know yeah yeah don't don't think because you don't have 15 books or two movies or yeah a podcast whatever a podcast or or something a youtube channel because you don't have that doesn't mean you you don't have good information exactly um and i think the more information we get out there the more we will start to at least start to understand what's going on yeah i mean we're all in this together I, the podcasts that we've been on and have interacted with us are nothing but nice and kind and mm-hmm. they have the same message we're not going to figure this out being an island so if you the listener has anything i mean you don't even need to reach out to us you know, no. send it to to Bo at the bump. Send it to uh, uh, Steve and Kyle at Hollow Sky. Send it to the boys over at Appalachian Intelligence. I mean, ha! Huh, you said it right. I know. I've been practicing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, Lowell just had that epiphany earlier in the week. I thought, what a great idea to, you know, just because you don't have a podcast or maybe you don't even have anyone to talk to about it. I mean, Lowell and I were fortunate enough to have each other, but. I can't talk to guys at work about this stuff half the time. I think I'm nuts. Right. Which I really don't care, but (laughs) that's not the only reason they think you're nuts. Maybe I should start talking to them about it. So they leave me alone. Just leave me (laughs) in my corner. Like, oh man. It's a weird weird guy. guy. Don't make eye contact. Maybe he'll walk (laughs) on by. Nothing else I'm doing seems to be working. So (laughs) time to bring out the big guns. But anyways, yeah, it was just an interesting thought. So, um, Hit us up, hit someone up, you know. Yeah. Don't be an island. Share share it because a lot of people seem to have very good ideas on what this stuff is and they notice stuff. They'll notice uh patterns or traits or something where no one else will. Mm-hmm. So definitely, definitely hit somebody up and get that information out there. Absolutely. And speaking of sharing, make sure you share us all with all your friends and family yes leave us five star ratings and reviews man that was a good segue that was good i'm impressed it's like we're getting better at this or something yeah maybe by episode 100 we'll actually be halfway decent right or we'll start to relapse and get worse (laughs) yeah that could be too (laughs) why is your first episode better than your hundredth episode (laughs) (laughs) oh dear anyways thanks everyone welcome back yep glad you're here with us Oh, so, Harrison, it's yours, my turn tonight. Your turn. You're pretty excited about this one. Yeah, these are few and far between for me to to bring something to the table. Usually, I'm just the beautiful voice. <laughs> you know. Um, so tonight, I've actually done a lot of research on what I call portals, mm-hmm. but they could also be described, and they are described as gateways to hell. Okay. And also doorways to heaven or stargates. There you go. So I've kind of lumped them all as one of the same. I think portals kind of gives a pretty good a pretty good description of all those things. 
So yeah, I think go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was just gonna say I think most people understand what the what the portal thing is. A tear in the fabric of time and space into another dimension beyond our possible any possible imagination. Yeah. That sounded terrible. That sounded wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> so I got three stories here that could either be true or not true. They're interesting nonetheless. Um, some speculate that they're urban legends. Some speculate that this is real stuff. I find them quite fun and interesting. And then after that, I have some true stories. Ooh. So I'm just going to dive right in if you're ready. I'm sitting on the edge of my seat. So the first one I have is called The Sounds of Hell in Siberia. I don't know if I've heard this one. Or AKA The Portal to Hell. Hmm. So this happened during the Cold War. America and the Soviets were in a race to dig the deepest hole. Don't ask me why. It seems like kind of a silly race to have, because I thought that we were also trying to get to the moon at that point. But nonetheless, deep in the Arctic Circle, the Russians were able to drill the deepest man-made hole on Earth. The hole is 40,230 feet deep, which... wow. Roughly adds up to about eight miles deep. What's that in meters? A lot. (laughs) So after they had drilled it, they actually had to stop drilling at that point because they were starting to reach, I guess, the Earth's crust because the temperature was reaching anywhere between 356 degrees to 365 degrees Fahrenheit. So I'm assuming at that point it was probably... That's, you know, melting equipment, causing some issues. I can't imagine things would go too well in that situation. No, well, you couldn't even have anybody down there to to use machines at that kind of heat in a hole. Yeah, that would bake. Imagine how many days it took to bring that drill bit out of there. Oh, my gosh. Can you imagine cooking a frozen pizza in there, though? Yeah, it'd take forever. Not at 300 degrees. Well, until it got down there. (laughs) Oh, it'd be frozen by the time it got back (laughs) up. exactly. Anyways, <laughs> so after they stopped drilling, a Dutch artist, I'm going to butcher the name, Lotte Jeven, first name L-O-T-T-E, last name G-E-E-V-A-N. She was a Dutch artist, and she dropped a thermal protected microphone into said hole. She picked up a recording that has had people up in arms about and has caused a lot of controversy it is pretty haunting you can find this online if i can be tech savvy enough i'm going to try to drop it in to this at some point Experts say that it's the Earth's crust moving and rubbing and grinding together, while others say it is the literal sound of damned souls in hell crying out in pain. So she dropped a microphone eight miles deep. Well, I don't. It didn't say how deep she dropped oh. it. 
but it was apparently protected in some sort of a thermal coating and she dropped it to some extent and when she brought it back up and listened to the recording if you look it up like sounds of hell in siberia again i'll try to put it in this show but if i okay. don't youtube it it's pretty haunting is it okay yeah you can you can hear voices and people screaming so whether hmm. this is real or not you know it's on the internet it's a i thought it was a pretty good story it is a good story it's I'm not so sure about the trying to dig the race to dig the deepest hole. Yeah, I thought that was kind of curious too. That, that's and then if it's a military, why is there a Dutch artist? I don't know. Well, I'm sorry. I, just, I took the notes. Okay, I'm just asking if there was said why she was there. Well, maybe they um, did, but I skimmed through these. <laughs> <laughs> You're the research guy. Come on. <laughs> I guess this is payback for all the dumb questions i ask you yeah. yes it is exactly i've been holding on to <laughs> i got it well this is the second and last episode harrison will be doing <laughs> so moving on from there this is the one that man this brought up this was nostalgic to me but it was also my wife heather had actually never heard this story but she didn't grow up with like we did so <laughs> but this is the infamous mel's hole Oh, I love Mel's Hole. Mm -hmm. So I figured I'd summarize it because it kind of fed the criteria of, you know, deep holes and strange goings on with it. Um, so for all the listeners that have never heard this story, it was actually on Art Bell. I believe it was a two-parter. He, uh, This guy named Mel called in and kind of broke the story to Art Bell and then came on later, like years down the road. He kind of vanished for a while and came on later with a whole with like where he had been and mm -hmm. and i guess well so here's a brief overview of the story if anyone wants to hear the actual thing if you go on um, spotify they actually do have art bell archives and you can listen to these call the mel's calls so mel's hole is in an undisclosed location in washington this guy mel called into art bell to tell him about this huge hole that he had discovered on his property that had it never filled up People, neighbors for many, many years would go to this hole to dump trash, anything from like refrigerators to couches, anything big or small. And they would just never fill the hole up for years of this. The items would just disappear into the darkness, making it pretty much seem like it was a bottomless hole. So eventually Mel's curiosity got the better of him and he lowered a fishing line down the hole with a weight on the end of it. And he was able to get it to 80,000 feet and it still had not hit the ground. So Mel called this hole in, you know, on the show, the hole from hell. And one of the reasons he called it that was at one point, a neighbor of Mel's had actually thrown the body of his deceased dog into the hole only for the same dog to be seen running around alive the next day. Mm -hmm. with the same collar with the, the exact, exact same, same collar yeah. yep so in another instance mel tells a story of how he and some researchers lowered a live sheep into the hole as far down as they could as they were lowering it the sheep began to become extremely agitated it began thrashing around the lower it got into the hole and after it stopped moving the men assumed that it was dead and they raised it back out. Uh, what they found was that it appeared to have been cooked from the inside 
So they did what any sane men would do, and they performed an autopsy in Mel's kitchen on it. (laughs) (laughs) And they found a strange tumor where the sheep's internal organs had been. I guess on their disturbing idea streak, they went ahead and cut this large tumor open. What they found could only des- they could only describe as a fetal seal, S E A L, like the animal. Yeah. yeah. Um, it was attached to the sheep by an umbilical cord. Ooh. The seal's appearance was haunting to the men because they described it as having human-like eyes. Ew. Eventually, the tumor seal apparently escaped the men and threw itself back into the hole from whence it had came. <laughs> it was alive? <laughs> yeah. It like, oh my gosh. Yeah. Um, That's like like that movie Alien with the little... I was thinking The Thing. Remember that? With uh, I don't, I don't think Kurt I've... Russell. I know the movie. I never oh, saw man, it. That movie messed me up. I couldn't eat pasta for like a week after watching <laughs> that, the original. Yeah. I was so, told it was good. I just haven't seen it yet. Yeah, I'd, I'd recommend it. Well, you can't go wrong with Kurt Russell. Right, yeah. Well, speaking of which, you should also watch Stargate then, too. Oh, I've seen that one. I've seen bits yeah. and pieces. I can't say I've seen it all the oh, way through. Oh, no. Gotta watch that one all the way through now that we're on portals. Yeah, I guess that's true. But they go back to, like, Egyptian times almost, don't they? No, they go to a different dimension. Is that what it is? Okay. Yeah. I thought maybe, when I was younger when I saw it, I thought maybe it was a different planet or something. I think it's a, Yeah, I think it's a different dimension, but it has to do with, like, the... Like the Egyptians were visiting there or something. They came over. Oh, really? I don't know. It's huh. been a while since I've seen that. Yeah. Too. But well, I know Portals and... this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> Portals and Kurt Russell. I figured might as well. And anything Kurt that. Russell. And he's a good Santa Claus, too. Yeah, he was good. In that he's like my favorite well. Santa Claus. Anyways, back. <laughs> okay. So anyways, after the, the tumor seal had, I guess, committed suicide, light way of putting it. The government Just, did what the government always does when they hear of such a place, and they seized the property for Mel, mm-hmm. threatened him with his life and his livelihood and his finances. They threatened either A, lease the government the land um, for like quarter of a million dollars a month, something extravagant. Yeah, or but then B, they, like, they still yeah. like cheapened out on him or did something to him. No, because he came back. He had to leave the country. Yeah, he went to like Australia or yeah, something. Yeah, so he went to Australia and then he came back home and made his presence known. And then they said, oh, that's not part of the deal and stopped paying him or something. I don't know. So what was the end of his story? That was about it, I guess. He does, huh. I don't know. I don't remember. Interesting. Well, but I, I know they he saw black beams of energy come out of right. the hole. Mm-hmm. And his dogs would not go near it. Okay. And yeah, I think but... there was a stone formation around the outside, if oh, I'm not I... mistaken. It might be right. Like a uh, somebody built up a stone stone ring around the outside. I don't Should know if do it... a deep dive on that story again. That is a good story. It is. It Even is though really I pretty much story. just hit the highlights of it. But I listened to it again, you know, a few years ago and I found that they had him on Spotify and it was just like, man, this is so nostalgic (laughs) listening to this. All right. So I'm going to move on to the third one. Now, this one I'd never heard of before. The other two I had, obviously, I might mispronounce it. The the Huska Castle. You heard of this one? No, I haven't heard of that one unless you're mispronouncing it so badly. Huska. There you go. That one. Yeah. Czech, no, I don't know. It's in the Czech Republic. What kind of accent is that? 
uh i think it's czechoslovakian accent so so how does that sound that i couldn't tell you okay so i probably pronounced it right the first time then (laughs) It is a Gothic castle that was built between 1253 and 1278. It's considered one of the gateways to hell. The castle was constructed over a large hole in the earth that was allegedly so deep that no one could get to the bottom of it. It is said that during its construction, prisoners that were sentenced to death were offered a full pardon of their crimes if they could be lowered into the pit. What? Now, the pit is located in the center of the courtyard of this castle. So imagine like a nice courtyard with a big hole in the middle and then four walls around it, right? Okay. Almost like a prison cell, right? Or a... Yeah. One prisoner did agree to the terms and was lowered into the hole. But after a few minutes, he began to scream and thrash. The people on the surface pulled him up and were horrified to find that he had aged at least 30 years. What? His hair had turned gray and his face was withered and wrinkled. Oh, that'd be terrible. Not disturbing. Right? At least he got carried out his his jail sentence. Yeah, for the next ten <laughs> years. <laughs> oh wow, you're you're twenty years older. I guess you can uh go on about your business now. <laughs> Didn't you read the fine print? <laughs> So it's said that the castle was constructed over the hole with its large walls to keep creatures and demons that came out of this hole in. But you said it was like a fenced gate? It's not like a gate. I'm trying to think of the best way to describe it. It's literally these four huge castle walls like in a square formation, but the center's cut out. Like think cookie cutter. And then there's a courtyard in the center of these big four walls connecting. With the hmm. hole in the center. Okay. So, so good. No, I'm just trying to to picture what's going on there. That's all. Okay. Like, I got gotcha. you. Okay. People still to this day describe seeing these demons, and they are animal human hybrids. Some oh. are humans with wings, which I think we've heard of before. Yes. Yes. Some are crawlers that crawl out of the hole. Uh, like like um the movie Des- the descent oh man yeah you know, maybe something like oh, that crawling out is that what i ever see right but yeah i never heard of that one before no i haven't either why is it always holes in the ground that's what i was gonna say and why are we like hiding them we talks everybody talks so much about all this pollution and stuff mm-hmm. if these holes are never ending why don't we just try and fill them with all this pollution point, everybody... especially if there's like demons and and like living tumors down there like right on. we just saw <laughs> Yeah, we just solved global warming. Right? We just, I mean, just dump it all down the hole and the demons couldn't even fall their way through that to get out. You can just see one like flying up and then a fridge flies down and takes it out. (laughs) out. Oh, yeah. Get through that giant wad of trash, (laughs) demons. It's from the 70s. (laughs) Instead of making landfills, just dump truck it over to these holes and dump it down. Yeah, look at us go. See? Oh, we, we can make a difference. Problems. We can make a difference. <laughs> right. uh, I mean, Mel, Mel had the great idea of doing it to begin with. <laughs> well, his neighbors did too, apparently. Yeah. They yeah. know what's up. I think that's probably what I would do too. Right. Oh, I know I would. Like my neighbors, you know, if they had one, I'd sneak out there. Just, just throw it <laughs> over the fence down the hole. <laughs> yeah. 
You're like, uh, we're trying to build a pod. This isn't a never ending. What are you doing? I can see you. <laughs> it's not bottomless. It's a foot deep. <laughs> yeah, and that's why our neighbors hate us. I have to say, I think we've talked about how much my neighbors don't like me. I'm starting to starting to wonder if maybe I am the problem. <laughs> well, what's the old saying? If you meet one jerk a day, that person's probably a jerk. But if every person you meet a day in a day is a jerk you're the jerk i've never heard that yeah well that's a polite uh, way of saying it but yeah well, yeah well that cut me down to size thanks for that oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway so those are like the stories that eh, they're pretty cool you know probably quite a bit of folklore and legend to them maybe who yeah. knows who knows yeah who knows mel i mean the mel's whole one is very compelling yeah it really is mel, he really yeah i'd highly recommend listening to that one yeah um, I, heck just listen to art bell i, just, well, I yeah. just love art bell so with all this talk i what sparked all this and doing this episode was that castle one because i'd never heard it before and i just heard it and i thought man that is really i never heard that so then i looked into it and um i actually started to find out some other interesting stuff that's why i decided man i can do an episode actually so of course when you're google searching portals I can guarantee you know the one four-letter one that comes up. Maybe I don't. CERN. Oh, okay. Wow. I thought CERN was three letters. Oh. And Alaska's an island. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways. So for those who don't know, CERN is the large Hadron? 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 collider located in the Jura mountains in switzerland i think it's Jura. it's j-u-r-a i mean it's between switzerland and france jura or Jura. i'm gonna go with Jura. it has a large statue of sheba the goddess of destruction who appears to be dancing in what looks like a portal in front of the building which everyone mostly everyone knows all this and we might have a few listeners talking to our sister <laughs> that has never heard this stuff there were videos circulating online of a human sacrifice done at the feet of that of that um, statue of Sheba. After the video went online and became viral, the people at CERN actually made a statement about it, saying, "Oh, we were just joking around. It was it was a fake video. Nothing to see here." Because those darn interns yeah. moving off again. Yeah, yeah, because that's what, anyways. But did you know this, Lowell, that the director of CERN, whose name is Sergio Bertolucci, said on the record that we at CERN are going to open a doorway to a parallel universe? No, I did not know he said I didn't that. Know. Yeah, I thought that was kind of ominous. Yeah. I mean, they're not just trying to break down atoms. They're trying yeah, to atoms. Plus, yeah, break, smash yeah. atoms into pieces. But he literally went on the record saying that they want to, They are going to open a doorway to a parallel universe. So the more I dug into it, I actually found some more interesting stuff that I'd never heard before. Um, It's with that statement that he said, I found it curious that they decided to build CERN on top of an ancient sacred temple to the Greek god Apollo or yep. Apollyon. Which, in Hebrew, was the god of hell, right? And I mean, in Revelations 9, 11, it says, and they had a king over them, which is the angel of the underworld, whose name in the Hebrew tongue is Abaddon. 
but in Greek is Apollyon. Yeah. I mean, that says it right there, man. I know. That's that's one of the biggest things with CERN is where it's located. I had never heard that before. Oh, really? And that just blew me away. And the fact that it is so obvious in the Bible, and the Hebrew tongue is this, but in Greek, it's this. Mm. Why would you pick that spot because unless it's a, it's a sacred area? I was going to say, yeah, they're mm-hmm. trying to open up. Again, we go back to this area is their power in areas and if they know about it do they use those areas for their you know to gain or to well, do what they need to do i'm glad you asked that question lowell well that's good i don't think it was have a you question. ever heard of mount graham like graham cracker yeah it's spelled exactly well maybe no. not exactly i don't know how graham cracker is spelled but no i'm not sure i know of mount graham Mount Graham is located in Graham County, Arizona. It's considered one of the four holy mountains to the Apache tribe. It was the most sacred and highest spiritual place for them. Many Apache ancestors are buried there, and the medicine men and shaman performed sacred rituals. The Apache say that the mountain is sacred to them because of the spirit god Gan, Gan, G-A-A-N, is he's the dancer and he lives mm. in the mountains. So I thought that was kind of odd. Another dancer god where Shiva's dancing in a portal at CERN. Mm. The top of this mountain is also where the Vatican decided to build the one one of the largest telescopes to observe the sky. The telescope is ironically named Lucifer. <laughs> yes. Which they claim is a synonym. Yeah, allegedly the, the first letter. But if you look at what it like, what it stands for, there's not even close to the synonym of what it breaks down to. Well, and if you look at what they are on the record is saying about it, yeah. So the Pope's astronomers have gone on the record stating that this telescope and the research are being used to observe extraterrestrial life and the impact it will have on religion. Yeah, it's pretty pretty creepy when you start looking into Mm -hmm. it i mean these are people that know the bible i'm sorry but mock sacrifices by interns at cern underneath Mm -hmm. a goddess of destruction and naming a super telescope to observe alien life lucifer Mm -hmm. that's kind of in poor taste i feel like someone should get fired for that exactly yes if you look at um go ahead no, I was going to say for further research, deep dives, Tom Horn, Thomas Horn. Okay. Yep. I stumbled a lot um, onto a lot of his references to him and research okay. to this. He did huge. He actually went there. Um, oh, okay. So just to look into his, his research. Yeah, what's his too. book? Exo Vaticana. I think mm-hmm. it talks a lot about this. And I think yeah, he I was think actually so. able to predict a Pope resigning like the year before, mm-hmm. which was yeah, kind of a big deal. Yeah. He's super super smart guy um super good christian guy i don't know if he's still with us or not but i think he is i know the co-author of exo vaticana is i don't remember i I forget his name i, uh, I have god god good goodwa godwa brian godwa maybe maybe i don't know i own the book and i read it a while ago oh do so, you own it okay yeah. so definitely check him out though super cool guy yeah, Tom um, Horn. Yeah. Could, is that spelled with an H? T H O M? Or is it just T H O M A S? Oh, Thomas Horn. Okay. 
definitely check him out for further stuff into that telescope and then look into some anthony patch used to do some stuff over cern i've heard of him okay he did some deep dives into cern to get more information on these subjects just like to give people more stuff out there yeah absolutely they want to research on their own yeah i mean i'm sure there's a no pun intended but a mountain of stuff (laughs) out here that you won't be able to get to the bottom of brutes that was two and one for you (laughs) 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 um anyway getting back to this uh telescope though like this whole thing was surrounded in so much controversy because they literally took this land from the apaches and pretty much barred them from ever entering it again Mm -hmm. yeah it was super super big controversy over that it's just so bizarre to me why why pick that these are roman catholics i mean this is straight from the pope this is straight from the vatican why are you in arizona there's know. plenty well, of mountains in the world you picked right. arizona you know what mm-hmm. i mean why well Pick that mountain in arizona there's plenty of mountains in arizona mm-hmm. too exactly <laughs> you know well also when they came over a little bit of history here when the roman catholics came over um in the 1700 not yeah 1700s through the american southwest they would actually knock down any of the natives like religious areas and build a church right on top of their religion. really mm-hmm. well remember what um, the ai guys said about like the crowley believed that the natives had opened up a bunch of portals and that's mm-hmm. why he was so obsessed with areas like kentucky because yeah. of the the tribes and the portals that's so, pretty freaky if you think about it yeah i think it was steve quayle who kind of speculated that maybe they were doing that because they knew they were powerful areas Instead of well, only one a it it takes away from the natives' religion, mm-hmm. and b if they knew there was something going on there, they built the church so they could control if it was a portal or something like that, and they knew about it, and that's why they did it. So is that like an? It's got to be another chicken and the egg scenario. Did the natives open up those portals, or were the natives smart enough to know those portals were there too? Exactly. Did they just exist and the natives discovered them, or did the natives? do something that opened them you know i don't know i mean yeah i don't know which one i i i have the feeling that the native that they may there's natural portals out there that's kind of the way i lean too but i think you can also create portals and have it scar the land as sure well. interesting though interesting yeah. stuff so that speaking of mountains <laughs> it led me it continued me down an interesting rabbit hole especially into like the biblical perspective of portals because i mean i just gave you examples of kind of folklore portals but then also two sacred areas well that were built on top of by the higher ups with the intention i wouldn't say lucifer is a portal but it's still it's that idea of sacred ground and mm-hmm. so I kind of what started going through the Bible with that mindset, and I was not disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> so for anyone that knows about the book of Enoch and the importance of Mount Hermon, mm-hmm. that was where the sons of God descended to the top of this mountain in order to, you know, enter the world and have intercourse with human women and pretty much pollute the earth with 
um, Nephilim offspring, right? Yes. Um, it actually has, it was a sacred mountaintop in the Bible. Okay. Um, apart from the book of Enoch, at the bottom of the mountain, the bottom of Mount Hermon, it's also called Benias Caesarea Philippi. Okay, that is where the people worshipped the god Pan. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. So because of the pagan worship that happened, I guess there's a waterfall down there from where the snow melts at the top of Mount Hermon, and it creates a waterfall. Behind that waterfall is a cave where they used to do this. It was like the opening to this cave system where they used to do pretty disturbing pan worship rituals that you know like sex rituals i can't honestly i can't imagine but for its time with what was going on there the local people called it the gates of hell oh i can imagine terrifying yeah i mean mean... and this is worshiping and they found um archaeologists have actually found um things for uh, like statues and monuments to pan at the bottom of this mountain so this is this is I mean, if you don't believe in the Bible like we do, this is still um, based on archaeological fact. Right. Um, but in Matthew 16, 18, Jesus leads his disciples there, right? Mm-hmm. And he looks at Peter and he says, it's on this rock that I build my church and the gates of hell will not prevail. Pretty suspect mm. to be taking his disciples to literally the gates of hell yeah, known by wow. the locals to say, I'm going to build my church here. Right. Yeah. I mean, is this another gateway or portal? Did it's, they I did mean, they open up something, right? I mean, did the right. watchers from from their descent? I mean, it's I was just like, whoa, that's pretty wild. You know, the top of this mountain is where this happened, and now the bottom of this mountain and yeah. these cave systems is where this freaky stuff was happening. Right, right. Um, the top of the mountain is also ironically where the UN built a base. Oh, so of course she didn't know that i'm not i couldn't find much on what that base is but the fact that it's a un base built at the top of mount Hermon is highly suspect if you ask me yeah well yeah i mean you could build a un base in a trash heap and i'd call it suspect oh well touche <laughs> uh-huh. anyway um what country <laughs> is that in is that in israel i don't know off the top of my head i'm just gonna, curious i was just let me the google UN it real quick. There. let I, me I google can, i can look it up go ahead well i'm already halfway there location yeah israel okay that's interesting Wait, the UN mountain, mount Hermon is a mountain cluster uh southern end of of lebanon mountain range its summit straddles the border between syria and lebanon pretty interesting that is interesting i didn't know but it's also the 33rd parallel too so oh of course it is <laughs> so chicken well, and the egg i mean right it kind of comes down to or is, is this was this here long ago and that's how the watchers got through is you or, know do these like ley lines and all that kind of stuff exist in a in right. a world that god made i don't i don't know i don't know well it's i wonder if there's areas where they where where it's thin or where they naturally occur and then they have to open them at those areas you know what i mean instead of being able to open it wherever they want they have to find the right area the thinnest area and then use whatever kind of ritual 
Well, that's like Stranger so, Things. It's got Stranger mm-hmm. Things written all over it. You know what I mean? We've talked about right. them before, but it just seems kind of odd. Yeah. I mean, all speculation, but still. It, yeah, exactly. It, I mean, it fits the uh, fits the shape. You know yeah. what I mean? If the if so, the shoe fits. Right. Buy one size bigger. Um, so I mentioned that the snow melting, you know, created the waterfall. Well, that actually the top of the mountain, all that snow runoff is actually what feeds into the Jordan River. Oh, really? Which okay. is pretty cool because that in and of itself could be a thin area. So in Joshua 3, 11 through 17, the Ark of the Covenant was carried through the Jordan River. And as it passed through, it dried up the river around it, which I thought was that was a pretty oh, cool wow, story. That's interesting. Right? Huh, that's cool. It was also the Jordan River that Elijah used his robe to part. And he crossed it to the other side with Elisha. And then that's where the blazing horses and the chariot of fire came and took Elijah into heaven. Oh, wow. Into a whirlwind. Yep. Okay. So I found that's in 2 Kings 2, chapter 2, 8 through 11. Um, And it was also, most importantly, it was the River Jordan that John the Baptist baptized Jesus and the heavens opened up and the Spirit of God descended. So it sounds like there is an area there. There's something going on there. Isn't that pretty wild? That is wild. So I thought that was pretty cool. That's in Matthew chapter 3, 13 through 17, for anyone interested. So then to sum everything up a little bit here, there are a couple of other quick ones, mountains in general, um, or portals in the Bible that I thought were kind of neat. Mount Sinai. Sinai, I think I'm saying that right. Uh, Sinai? Sinai, Sinai, that sounds where the better. ark is. Uh, it was, yep. But before that is where the heavens opened and God descended to the top of the mountain in smoke with the sounds of trumpets so loud it caused everyone to tremble to meet with Moses. Okay, that's yeah, for the that's, Ten Commandments. So, yeah, um, that's in Exodus 19, 16 through 22. Uh, Genesis 28, 10 through 12. We've talked about this one before, but, um, the heavens opening and the angels began ascending and descending on a ladder. Jacob called it a gate to heaven. And it was so important to Jacob after he saw this, that he built a pillar of stones and anointed it with oil so that he could always remember it as a holy place. Oh, wow. So it's almost like he marked it as a thin area. Yeah. Wow. So there's my rundown on portals, both, possibly fiction but also in our belief fact yeah that's very interesting so cern do you think that's where the tower of babel was built too that's a good question i don't know i mean i i mean i'm just just out of it's a good i mean it is spec who's to say i mean the bible describes it i thought more so as like a ziggurat though well, yeah, whatever, however you want to call it. That's just a giant pyramid, right? Yeah, so would, would they really be able to build, you know, tear down a giant? I don't know. I don't know how it all works. I mean, maybe it's there's a giant pyramid underneath Yeah, well, everything. we hear giant pyramids, you know, all over the place. Well, and that's, that, the other, that's the catch with that. Like, are those placed, because we've talked about their specific placement before, how they line the stars. Is there something to it where it's a, a thinner area? Yeah, yeah, that's, and I wonder, I don't know if I've ever said this on the show, but I wonder if the, 
ancient people were able to tell where these portals are or when they would be active maybe mm. through the stars yeah I, th- I don't know if you said it on the show or just in conversation with me but if if they could tell when they were going to open that would explain why there's a giant telescope under vatican oh, control point are that's they watching the stars to learn I mean, I understand the whole the, the night sky was their television kind of thing. And I mean, it is very, very amazing when you look up at, at night. Right. With no light pollution. But there seems to be more going on. Well, I mean, even biblically, look at, you know, the three wise men. They mm-hmm. were mad. They were magicians, man. They were magi. Like, yeah, and they were able to predict, see the stars and predict the birth of of a savior. Yes. Through the stars, you know, and God has always come down through the sky. I mean, look at the, even in that same story, the shepherds and the sky filled with angels, you know, Mm -hmm. but other times angels would just show up, you know, they'd show up in your room or they'd walk into like Sodom and Gomorrah as people. But it seems like there's something going on. There's more to the sky. Right. Than I think we give credit for. It's not just, oh, they they looked at stars and made, you know, use their fingers to make goofy little pictures and tell stories, man. There's something else. There's something else about all that. I think maybe a lot of the, the pictures they designed was to help them remember what they were. Sure. That's a good point. They, Oh yeah. Well, I see these stars and I can, I can remember what they are because they, they match this picture. Mm -hmm. And then I honestly think there's something because look at the the new age movement or whatever you want to call it with all the the Astron- it, astronomy the zodiac, the zodiac signs yeah like, is that, that astro- is that i can never remember if it's astronomy i think it's I astronomy think it's, i don't think it's astrology 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 that's yes. it yes uh, that just shows how much i care about it <laughs> <laughs> but you get what i'm saying i mean yeah. there's all that stuff too that's all based on the the movement of the stars um well, so, even like the Chinese calendar and like mm-hmm. they have like the whole, I don't know. I think that's kind of correlated with astrology, isn't it? I think so. I I'm, Somehow. Yeah, I don't know much about it, but. But you know what else be... I noticed in these stories? Everything that was called hell, like referencing hell was in the ground and mm-hmm. everything that referenced heaven was in the sky. Even yes. the watchers when they came down to Mount the top of Mount Hermon to right. the ladder coming out of heaven to a chariot and a whirlwind to pick up Elijah to the spirit of God descending on Jesus after his baptism. Everything in the Bible. That's why I said gateways to hell or like stairways to heaven or doorways to heaven or it's it's pretty interesting it is it really is interesting when you think about it and it, i mean i think you and i are are in the same belief that if we could dig deep enough we're not going to reach hell inside earth no i agree so but but I there's think... always that constant reference i you know even mm-hmm. in the bible it talks about like hell beneath and all right. that and, you know as a kid i was like oh man you mean the center of the earth is is where we go when we die if we're bad, you know? Yeah, yeah. But I don't know. It's just it's kind of odd, right? Throw a monkey wrench in the whole thing. What happens if there's 
besides heaven and hell would could there be other dimensions out there i mean, maybe I, who's to say i can't I say mean, yes or no god could have created other dimensions with other life forms in them well i'm i guess that's true i mean if time's not linear you know yeah who's to just... say dimensions are well we've talked about that with like um stairways in the woods mm-hmm. yeah. you know if you think about living on one plane of existence straight backwards left or right but there's an another plane of existence or another dimension that's up you right. know how would you because you hear jacob talk about ladders mm-hmm. and know, watching angels go up and down you know what I, right i don't, I don't think, think it was a little physically... wooden ladder and they're like kicking each other hurry up you know yeah don't look down it gets scary <laughs> yeah. Yeah. look at michael what an idiot <laughs> right you know so I'm standing on my fingers. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't it's... think there'd be a, an actual ladder, but I think that might that would be the best way you could write it down. It might have been the only way he could perceive it. He, yeah, did he they even have stairs it. then? Maybe on the pyramids, but yeah, everywhere think... else in like the Bible it talks about ladders. Yeah, going up to the second story. Yeah, because stairs would be very hard to make out of. Yeah. you know some of their stuff. Yep. So. I mean, I'm sure they did, but I don't think it was as commonplace as it is. Right, yeah. So, I don't know. I mean, because we know we know there's different kinds of, of angelic beings, different kinds of beings in heaven, right? Mm-hmm. You have the watchers, you have you have the messengers, mm-hmm. you have the cherubim. Yep, the like, the um, transport angels, mm-hmm. the seraphim, which were like protectors, weren't they? Those are the ones with all the wings on, or all the I eyes on their so. wings. I think, I think Satan not... was a seraphim. Was he? I think that's um, the word for serpent in Genesis, I think, is actually the same word used for seraphim. And we know they eat. I mean, mm-hmm. we know they have to have sustenance. They bake. Yeah. I mean, they wasn't that Elijah that they were ministering to and baked him like angel food cake or something? Oh, did Oops. they? Oh. It wasn't. Well, he, they did bake him food, but my joke it was wasn't the angel, angel food cake. Yeah. Yeah, they'd have to have a lot of refined sugar for that. Probably. Yeah. Well, <laughs> but, never mind. Before <laughs> we go off on that, <laughs> but is there is there other creatures? I mean, is there is there animals? Is there something? You know, do they eat meat? Is there creatures they use for transport? Is there are there creatures? I don't know. I mean, I I'm I'm throwing out wild speculation because. I feel so often we talk about these portals to heaven and to hell. And I believe, you know, I 100% believe in that. But what happens if there's a portal into another dimension that's not heaven and it's not hell and creatures are coming through that? I, I mean, don't see that there's can be anyone to argue that that can't happen. We've talked about before, like the pterodactyls. Mm-hmm. you know is that are you really telling me that you know a portal to heaven opened up and a pterodactyl escaped you know and god's yeah. like running around with his like, hands on his head like oh no oh no 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 right? you know what i mean like, yeah, like <laughs> it sounds like a like, family guy gag but i know so but maybe is it a portal to another dimension or is it literally because time is not linear that that was a a thin area and something just slipped through i don't yeah i mean is that why some people 
run into giants in the mountains? Are yeah, they slipping or, through a time? Or Civil War ghosts in Gettysburg? Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, or even portal. or even like Apache Indians in a in like a Manhattan apartment. You know, like the mm-hmm. weirdest stories you hear about this stuff. Yeah, I'm just saying it. I don't think some of the stuff that is getting opened is directly to heaven or to hell i think there might be something else out there now again i mean i don't know this is just speculation i'm not sure if i even believe this but i mean gray aliens are they coming through a different dimension i mean to think about it if if us as human beings god created humans right on a whole mm-hmm. ripped open a portal and we're able to go into another dimension and there was creatures there that we deem to be less whatever how evolved we'll just say i mean i know that's but as as a whole as a government or whoever like they were lower than us right right yeah we think that they're lower than us how would we treat them would we like grab a couple bring them back see what we poke prod and Oh yeah, absolutely. You know, we'd be, we'd do what we do now. We'd be just terrible uh, ex- to them. Exactly, and we're God created creatures. True. Is what I'm trying to get at. We we were created by God. Yes, a lot of us don't follow God, and a lot of us, and the people who don't follow God, would probably be doing stuff like that. But we do it to insects. We do it to animals. Mm-hmm. If we cut Good open point. a portal and step through there we we could do it to that too i'm just i i'm not saying that's what i think great aliens are but i'm saying it's a possibility oh yeah out there you know it's unfair to say well no we know exactly what great aliens are mm-hmm. we know exactly how god works right that's you know that's what i'm trying to push think outside the box mm-hmm. we have even if every one of us got our brains together, we still could not comprehend how God works. Oh, absolutely. I don't, I honestly don't know if I'd ever want to. <laughs> no, I don't think so either. But, well, to, to kind of go off of what you're saying, because you just kind of got my gears turning and I don't want this to go too crazy, but if, and maybe I'll cut this out, but I'm going to throw it out there. If this, if allegedly demons are, because no one really knows what demons are either, it's all speculation. Mm-hmm. If allegedly demons are the spirits, the souls of dead Nephilim, because they couldn't go to hell because they were half breeds, right? Yeah, right. Well, it also talks in in Genesis six that they pursued strange flesh, which mm-hmm. translation and speculation and uh, people a lot smarter than me have speculated that that refers to animals. If that's the case, if they were manipulating DNA, doing whatever, and creating hybrids with animals, where would their spirit go when they died? Yeah. Would that just, is that dogmen? You I know mean, what yeah, I mean? Is that yeah. these weirdo goat men or there's so many you go to pick one state and i guarantee it's got some sort of man on there you know what i mean oh yeah yeah bunny man or goat man or lizard man yeah there's man it's all out there but is is that you know is that the strange flesh that it's referencing to right that was kind of 
being messed around with i don't know it's just an interesting thought yeah yeah i don't know if that really has anything to do with our conversation not really well what happens if those things come through portals if they're opening up portals to bring those things through well then that means bigfoot's demonic because they see him going through portals right well i'm saying but is that is he really going and i mean biblically yes there is portals to heaven and there's portals to hell i cannot mm-hmm. argue that fact right it's in the but Bible. you're still on the are there other existing portals to different mm-hmm. dimensions outside of heaven and hell and well who's to say because aren't there like allegedly seven like levels of hell well yeah and jesus been, went uh... to like the seventh to get the keys mm-hmm. so, so what are the other six layers right i mean i'm assuming seven's the lowest I, I guess I don't know. Are I mean, those different dimensions? Right. Are those are those dimensions that are in control by the enemy? Mm-hmm. And then there's other dimensions that aren't. Yeah. Under I mean, how many are control? how many heavens are there then? You know what I mean? I think mm-hmm. they reference more than one heaven too. I mean, don't so, don't quote me. Yeah. I'm not sure. I'm not. I'm just trying to get people to look at mm-hmm. stuff outside the box. Don't. It's nothing's black and white. You know what I mean? Right, Nothing right. is they're just just stuff to think about because I think as things start to unravel and start to be exposed, people are going to have to completely change their paradigm, their way of mm-hmm. thinking. It's going to be so so huge, it's going to mess people up. Yeah. Really, really badly including people of faith i mean yes yeah yes people of faith are going to struggle with it because what happens if gray aliens are another creature that came from a different dimension or a different planet that god created you know what i mean yeah what if the vatican's right you know that just because the vatican's right doesn't mean god's wrong right yeah i mean who knows who knows what goes on we have very limited knowledge mm-hmm. very very limited knowledge even the smartest people in the world are still very limited on their knowledge of what goes on and i think that especially us as believers we tend to see a lot of things in a sunday school aspect oh yeah a black um, and white mm-hmm. well it's the way we were raised it's the way it was almost programmed i hate to say it but yeah it's the way it's still preached yeah exactly and i that's kind of why you know it's the whole i don't like to consider myself a religion in the religion because i Mm -hmm. feel like that's literally just programming you know anymore yes i think not saying i i think i don't mean that to be demeaning you know to people that are like oh i'm a devout catholic or christian you know that's my personal preference because i believe it's about a relationship with christ more than it is about you know memorizing the same verse 10 times and that's my personal belief more than it's the label you put on exactly yes what church thank you, you. Go to. yeah but i think people especially people of faith will have their faith shooken up if some of this stuff mm-hmm. come, turns out to be stuff we're told it's not yep. right I agree. Stuff we're preached about that it's not. If this stuff turned out to be something that is way out there, that doesn't make God not real. 
that just makes our perception of what God can do false. Yeah, exactly. Right. Which, guess what? No matter what, your perception is going to be false. You know? <laughs> right. And just you... go ahead and, you know, eat that cookie now because... Right. <laughs> right. That was one of my biggest... <laughs> I think that was one of my biggest struggles at once I got silver pilled. Shout out was... Silver Pill Podcast. <laughs> was wrapping my head around the fact that I have no idea what's out there and God could have created so much more Mm -hmm. than what I think he did. Yep. I have to keep an open mind on everything because at the end of the day, I don't know what God did. You know, we don't know what he created. And as long as he created it, you could everything he he could have created everything out there aliens draconians the secret space force could be real but again it still doesn't take away the fact that it all could be created by god right right if there's draconian aliens out there that doesn't make the bible fake exactly and it doesn't make yeah it doesn't it shouldn't alter your faith right exactly that's if it does which i'm sure it will it'll probably hit us a little bit too Mm-hmm. But if it does to that point, then I would question how strong your faith was to begin with. As much as like the Pope talking about um, baptizing aliens seems rather well, it's, yeah, the personal opinion. That's pretty disturbing and highly suspect. But right. again, I can't be like, you know, what happens when it hits the fan? Christ comes back. He's like, oh, yeah, you know, those guys are from oh, I right. make a bad planet joke. Those guys are from Pluto. <laughs> I refrained, you know, and yeah, whatever. And everyone's like, oh, man, all the Christians are like, doggone it, man. We were really clowning on the Pope for that. But yeah. right. I know. <laughs> I know. So just to just to get people silver pilled, get people thinking yep, different way about everything. And don't bust up on us because we're trying to get you to think a little bit outside the box. Right. You know, be a little bit more open minded. But only be open-minded enough that you listen to us. Yes. Because <laughs> we know everything that's going on. Yes. And you that's can... why you tune in every week <laughs> and get dosed up. Right. Because we have every answer about everything. And everywhere. then some. <laughs> yes. Even to the questions you don't have. And the questions you didn't think you'd want to ask. (laughs) Or you probably don't want to ask. We're there to answer them. (laughs) Well, anyways, that was fun. No, that was. That was a lot of good information. I really was blown away by a lot of that stuff. Yeah, like I said, the more I searched, I was like, holy cow. There's there's quite a bit to this. Yeah. You should wonder if there's a thin areas i mean it seems like god works in thin areas when he, especially when he's dealing with humans so mm-hmm. well yeah and we know god is a god of order so there is mm-hmm. there is rules that he abides by mm-hmm. right that he set up and he said okay well and that's why i wonder if some angels maybe come to people in dreams because there's not an opening close enough that's a good point where some come in in physical form because mm-hmm. there's a thin area that they can get through i mean there's the one angel the one who was held up yeah who was that i don't remember hang on i might have it in the notes for my the demon research i was doing daniel received both a vision and a dream he saw an angel became frightened heard the sounds of the words of the angel 
fell into a deep sleep where the angel communicated that he had been fighting the prince of Persia and fought him for 21 days until Michael came and helped in the fight. So he was caught, stopped somewhere, heard the voice and put to sleep by it because he became afraid. It was almost like they had to sedate him. Mm-hmm. Sounds like a, a alien abduction. Mm-hmm. That's <laughs> what I was just thinking. Again, but again, the enemy can't create. It can only copy. Right? True. Good point. So if that's the way we God does it, are they copying that? If the angel was trying to get somewhere to like a thin area and got caught up in a battle and couldn't reach that point to get know. to Daniel. Because you, you don't think of angels having to travel somewhere to communicate with somebody. Well, but they had to fight for 21 days until Michael got there for backup. Uh-huh. No. Way it's different. pretty weird, Lowell. I don't know. It I'm... is. Tell you what, if if our listeners are, I'm sure getting silver pilled here, right? I know that's one of the fun parts about all this information is it changes my mindset every week. All right, everyone. Well, hope you enjoyed it. Hope yep. we uh, provided you with some good stories and maybe a little bit of food for thought to get you thinking, get the wheels turning, get silver pilled, get your uh, get your fix. It sounds like right. we're drug peddlers, which I kind of know. are truth peddlers truth peddlers i like that speculation peddlers paramorons paramorons peddling (laughs) truth (laughs) all right guys uh hit us up wherever you listen to us give us some reviews email us us up on instagram yeah you know honestly just uh let's let us know if we can pray for you i mean yeah get in touch with us build a community yeah for real we're pretty cool guys i mean I mean, I, I like to think we're pretty cool. Mom says we're the most handsomest guys around. Right? Yeah. All right. But yeah, let us know if you got anything interesting or something you want to share. Even if you don't want to come on, um, we can read it, talk about it, discuss it. Yeah, even if you don't want us to talk about it on the air. Yeah. Just reach out to us. We'd love to, love to talk, chat about stuff. Yep. Unless it's mean and hurtful things, then yeah, we'll probably just... Just delete it and ignore it. Yeah, actually, that's like all a, I'll do. It's like an adult and not. <laughs> <laughs> all right, till next week, guys. Till Have a safe dose. week. Till next dose. Is that what we're gonna say? I, I think I. Yeah. I don't remember which one that was. <laughs> Lost in the archives. Yep. Yeah.